Hey, everybody. Welcome to Helpline. Today's question is from Sam, and it's about being HIV positive. If you want to submit your question, go to the link in the show notes or to the link in my bio on Instagram and submit your question. I answer one a week. Here's Sam. Hi, Sean. This is Sam. I am HIV positive, and I've been on treatment and undetectable for several years but I'm just now starting to date new guys again, and I'm having a really difficult time with the disclosure conversation. Vulnerability is hard for me in general. I'm not public with my status, and there's a lot of stigma out there for HIV, so these conversations just make me really nervous. Do you have any advice or tips on having tough conversations like this, especially with new people who I don't necessarily know or trust super well. Uh, I love the podcast. Thank you so much. Bye. Hey, Sam. Thank you for your question and for your courage. You know, you say you're not good with vulnerability, but for you to submit this question with your name in your hometown to a podcast for someone to answer is showing a lot of courage and an ability to be vulnerable. So I just want to applaud that and recognize it. Right? You say you're not good at vulnerability, but I think you have what it takes to be vulnerable. But I want to back up before I touch on vulnerability a little bit here. And I agree that there is a lot of stigma around HIV. Definitely. And you and I both know that HIV is no longer the death sentence that it used to be. Right, with treatment and with uh, the prevention medication out there, you can live a happy, healthy, fulfilling life with very little side effects. And like you said, for the most part, it's undetectable if you're under treatment. And I'm not a sex educator here, just full disclosure to everybody listening. Um, But from what I know, is that it's entirely possible to be. Um, non-detectable and non-transmissible of HIV. So yes, there's stigma and that's going to be something that you're going to deal with. That is just the reality of your situation, right? Um, And you will have to find out whether the people that you are dating are safe to disclose to, which means that it's going to take you maybe a little bit longer to figure that out, right? Because of the nature of your disclosure. And what that actually looks like is to slow down at the beginning of a relationship and to see how do people react to your other intimate disclosures, right? So we open up slowly over time so that we don't get hurt, right? We open up slowly as we evaluate whether the person that we're seeing or talking to is a safe person, right? When you disclose something uh, a little tricky, a little shameful, or that you're a little guilty about, how do they react? Do they say something like, oh, that sounds really hard. And thank you for sharing. Right? Or do they have some sort of reaction, you know, where they minimize what you said or they make fun of it, right? They make light of it or they dismiss it or they change the subject, 
right? These are all things that might be indicators, right? Reactions that might be indicators that they're not a safe person to open up to. So you're going to want to do that before you disclose. And then the rest of it is just the standard STI conversation. But before you do that, I like to use a hard conversation setup. That's sort of what I call it. I haven't really found a better word for this. But basically, it's something like, hey, I have something that's really hard for me to share. And I don't really know how to do it. I'm not that great at it. I haven't done it a lot. So it might come out a little sideways. But if you're open to it, I'd love to share this with you. And it's important that I do. Right? So you name the fact that you're about to share something that is hard for you to share. Right? So that sometimes acts as sort of a blow-off valve, a pressure release valve. So that the person knows you're not super good at this and that's okay. Right? So it sort of warns them a little bit, but it but what it really does, it gives you permission to not do this perfectly because there is no perfect when it comes to these conversations. Right? So you found someone that you're say that, that is safe-ish or safe enough or that you think is safe to disclose to. You tell them you have something hard for you to share. And then hopefully they give you the go ahead. You know, they they'll say something like, Yeah, I'm here for you. Like, what do you, you know, what do you what do you want to say? And then and then you just do the standard STI conversation, which is um, I'd like to talk about sexual health. I have HIV. I'm HIV positive. I was tested, you know, three years ago. I've been living with it for a couple of years. Um, th- this is the treatment that I'm on. It means that I am, you know, carrying the virus, but it's undetectable and I cannot transmit it as long as I keep doing this treatment or whatever the the circumstances are. Right. So you share with them your STI and then the information that you have about it. All the information that you have. And then you ask them if they have any questions or if you can answer any questions. And you might very well have to give them time to do their own research and to figure out if they're comfortable moving forward. So living with an STI is a little different than if you're having a conversation about like the last time you were tested. That's sort of what this looks like is, is um, you know, the last time I was tested was six months ago. I've had two partners since then. Uh, the test came back negative. The partners that I've slept with, we used barriers. Uh, their tests came back negative when we had this conversation. And, you know, what is your sexual history, right? And what are your what are what are your risk tolerances? Um, I have HPV and HSV now. Um, I didn't always have HSV, but now I do. <laughs> And at first, I was like pretty bummed about it, and then I realized that it's really not that big of a deal. I'm also on, you know, antiviral medication, which means that there are little to no outbreaks. And if there is an outbreak, I kind of know when it's about to happen. And and I got HSV, like oh, I'm sorry, HPV. There's a lot of letters here. When I was like 17. 
So for my whole life, I've gotten used to having the conversation around STIs. And I can count on like two fingers the times where a partner said they weren't comfortable having sex with me. Now, I do realize that HSV and HPV are less stigmatized than HIV. But I also just want to highlight the fact that there are people out there that understand that sex is risky, right? There are various levels of risk. Uh, the only form of safe sex is, you know, unpartnered solo sex. And I really think there are people out there who will be able to hold your disclosure with tenderness. Now, they might not be comfortable having sex with you right away. And there might be some people who are not comfortable having sex with you. And that is just the reality of the situation. And I want to believe that you will meet someone who understands the risk, understands that it's virtually risk-free as long as there's treatment and there's barriers and that you're practicing safer sex and that likes you enough to take those risks, right? Having sex is risky, no matter what. I think a lot of people just sort of downplay or misunderstand the risks of STI transmission and also overplay the effects of having an STI. Because in my life, it's almost non-existent in terms of the effects of having an STI. It really doesn't or hasn't gotten in the way of me having sex or having loving relationships with people who care about me. So I think this is going to be tricky. I think it might be hard. I think that you will be the first person that a lot of people meet who is HIV positive. And that's okay. That's just the reality of the situation. And you can be part of the destigmatization of HIV one person at a time. So I hope this was helpful. Uh, find people who are safe ish to open up to, understand that their reactions have nothing to do with you and everything to do with their misinformation or their lack of comfort with the subject matter and lead with the fact that this is a challenging conversation and share with them what you know about HIV and the steps that you're taking to protect yourself and other people. And then let them make an informed decision about whether they want to move forward with you or not. Thank you so much for submitting this question and good luck. And to everybody else, have a beautiful week.